freestyle is the best way to go, mate. It's All like right. L. Thompson and Roven's practice. The drop back with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, and Joe Costanzo. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Dropback Podcast. I'm your host this week, Joe Costanzo, and I'm joined, as ever, down the line by Stan Wilson. Hello, Joe. How are you doing? Not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Hope you're doing well. We're also joined by our dear friend, Sam Lewis. Yep, here I am, as every week. Most of us do turn up pretty consistently. I, I don't know no, who doesn't. Speak. We've got some big news, NFL news this week, surprisingly enough. Uh, <laughs> Relating to my favourite team, the Baltimore Ravens. Yay. Ooh. L. Thomas yay. has been released. Not, not yay at all. I was hoping this wouldn't happen. But after a second altercation with Chuck Clark in the span of him being at Baltimore, he has since been released from the team. He gone. Um, Baltimore is trying to... Yeah, he gone. He gone, baby. We're trying to apparently do him for kind of detrimental yeah which was so if if basically if he goes out this year his contract's very front loaded so he, he made 22 million i think last year mm. he's set to make 15 million this year so if, if his contract conduct detrimental then this year he'll make i think 5 million rather than 15 million yeah. and it's obviously, the same thing that otherwise it's 15 million you, in you've got about cap. nine yeah exactly you save about nine million dead cap which yeah, it could allow you to bring in a replacement for him. I mean, I think we'll get to that a bit later on. I was surprised about how quickly the fallout was because I hadn't heard a lot from old Thomas. I don't know if you had, as a Ravens fan, Joe, you might be a bit more tuned in. But other than when he flicked off the Seahawks benches that we all took his side originally for, this seems to be the first issue from a personal standpoint I think I've heard about old Thomas. I know that reading since the, that, it doesn't seem like it is the case. There was a thing with his wife as well. Mm. Obviously, that happened. That that like, was a what, weird four months ago. Yeah, that was a weird yeah, thing, though. So I'm not sure how, it doesn't it doesn't exactly affect the team in the same way. Whereas a lot, yeah, of it, I get what it was mean. coming out that he's been a bit of a bad teammate throughout his time in Baltimore. Yeah, that's uh, I've heard that as well. A lot of like other DBs on the team apparently, allegedly, were were saying that he, he he's not the most liked guy. Um, and. Well, it's telling yeah, that it was I, I the think... leadership council, the players that were actually pushing for his release. Yeah, that really shows. It, it really shows his character as well, because obviously he was released, and part of the reason was why was part of the reason he was released is because of the fact he wasn't doing his work, he wasn't learning the different calls, the different defensive signals and stuff, and that was showing in the walkthroughs and the practice. And he had, um, one of the walkthroughs he just completely bunked on, much like Matt, Matt Burns Peak, without a valid excuse at all. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think yeah. that's what probably uh, angered Chuck Clark so much is the fact that not if it's a blown coverage because it's a mental lapse, absolutely fair enough. But it's a blo- if it's a blown coverage because you're not turning up to meetings, you're not watching the film that everyone else has done, that's a whole different matter. And yeah. you, it's, it was easier for him to get away with his natural talents and ability in Seattle because a lot of the time he was just that single high safety. They played a lot of the same scheme. It was cover three or man single high. Whereas he's asked to do a lot more in Baltimore. So... If you are missing those meetings, obviously there's going to be a lot more issues to overcome. Yeah, yeah there are there are the safeties in Baltimore as well. You've got yeah Chuck Clark and Tony Jefferson and others along there. To Tony Jefferson so. is Tony a Jefferson's free agent. gone. Was he gone? He out. Yeah. Ooh. Well, not Tony Peak. Jefferson then. Peak. 
Chuck Chuck Clark was playing like a mixture of linebacker and safety last year, but I think yeah. he's probably gonna. I mean, we can talk about the who. So, what what do you think in terms of a replacement? My my personal opinion is, uh, I think we've got we've got a good talent in Deshaun Elliott underneath yeah. him, the the rookie. Everyone likes him. The thing is, he's he's been injured. He's had yeah. issues of injuries the last few years as well. So. Yeah. Well, he was a rookie last year, wasn't he? And he broke his arm early on. Was that that was Elliot, wasn't it? Yeah. And uh, yeah, apparently, sure. all of Ravens' Twitter is pretty big on him, and it, um, even before this whole whole old Thomas news broke. So, maybe there is something there. It is just quite a gap between a sixth round player playing his first proper season and Earl Thomas. Yeah, maybe if there's any defense that can overcome it with the coaching, it's the Ravens. But Earl Thomas is still a big loss, however good you are. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. One of, one of the things is I just think he wasn't as as we were saying before. I think he just wasn't really a culture fit. Like he, like we were saying, like the other the other team members just didn't really get on with him, and he was obviously having these issues of turning up to certain practices on time and everything like that. Which you know, I think it's. I'm not going to jump and say like he was a, a cancer in the locker room or anything like that. But I think players who aren't committed when a team like the Ravens, you need to be all in. The, the advantage you do have is you have, other than Earl Thomas, you have drastically improved your defence this year. You've got Calais Campbell, Derek Wolfe, and it was Patrick Queen you drafted, wasn't it, from? Yeah, LSU. Yeah, LSU. So Indeed. that front seven should be able to overcome it. I don't know if maybe you move Jimmy Smith to safety because it doesn't look like he's going to start at corner this year anyway. So maybe he can fill it. It might be a safety by committee yeah. kind of situation. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I think it's gonna we're gonna fill the gap in with hopefully if the upside is as good Deshaun Elliott, it's it's not gonna be the same. I mean, I think against the I think Earl Thomas actually led the the league in against like QBRs against safeties last year. It was so top, definitely it's top obviously five, gonna be though. difficult. But I think you know, it'll be a mix of him and, and Chuck Clark. I'm I'm hoping the arm thing is just a, a one season issue with Elliot, but yeah, it's annoying because we had the best secondary of football, and now it's just a big old hole in it. But yeah, I know you you usually you're usually able to dial up a lot of complex things. I don't know if losing Earl Thomas means you can't be as creative with that blitzing because he is so effective on the back end to cover you if you are a couple of men short. But I think it what highlights it is how talented. Earl Thomas is, is how much he has screwed up in that organisation. Because we all know the better you are as a player, the longer leash you get in organisations. So So he he had an issue with Chuck Clark last season as well. He had an altercation with him in practice. And then he also had uh, another altercation with Brendan Williams, which I don't know why you would do that. He's a massive... Yeah, he's absolutely huge. Yeah. Uh, He's... Yeah, three four and tackle, but uh, yeah, after the Browns game last year, he had a like a, a I don't know if it was I think it was a verbal like altercation, but you know I think he just gets I think it was physical, they, he'd yeah. be dead. Yeah, he would yeah. he'd just be broken. Yeah, the but, thing with Earl Thomas, does it? I do imagine that closes the door of you having getting Antonio Brown just from the character side of it. I, I know Lamar Jackson seemed to be on board with that, but. I don't think it's not. It's not. You happened. can't. You can't get rid of Earl Thomas and then bring in Antonio Brown and be like, "Yeah, it'll be fine." Character-wise, we've got a strong enough locker room. And I'm yeah, totally no fine with Harbour that. Agrees to that. There is no way Harbour agrees to bring Antonio Brown on board. 
there's, there's zero no. chance of that happening. Of course not. Kind of <laughs> it... I in fact, at this point, I can't imagine any team signing Antonio Brown really, apart from perhaps the Patriots. There's no, there's no man, there's no. Um, I would say the Patriots if he hadn't already been at the Patriots. I'd say it, we'd have to wait until the conclusion of his like court case and everything yeah, like that absolutely. before we we know if any teams are going to sign him. I think. Yeah, that's the thing. Is uh, his eight game suspension? Is that a minimum? It could it be more depending on what happens with the court case? I'm guessing. No, I think. It, well, I'm not sure. I guess if he's if he's charged on all counts, it, it could. Well, just he'll be go to jail, um, won't he? So it won't matter what the suspension is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. exactly. If, if, if the court if the court case gathers gathers momentum, then I guess he'll just be whacked on the commissioner's exempt list anyway. Exactly, that makes sense. Yeah. So going back to Earl Thomas, where do you guys think are some potential landing spots for the boy? There's it's a big obvious one. There's Dallas, yeah. but at the <laughs> same time, they're now playing a different defense, and I don't know if and with different coaching staff as well. So you don't know if Mike McCarthy wants to bring that in straight away. He did just bring in Clinton Dix. This offseason, I know he's not the same level of player, but the fact that he's not just... the answer, he's not the answer for them. He's moved around mm. teams this year, like recently. He's not the answer for them at safety. If you could but also, if, Thomas, also if Earl Thomas wants a big contract, I don't know how you give Earl Thomas a big contract while they've still got to pay Dak as well. Oh, they've, yeah, they've, um, they've yeah. got no money left in Dallas. If it was, if he was going to play there, it'd be like a one year Super Bowl, just go well, for a deal. They uh released, oh, I can't remember their defense event. Completely Gerald McCoy. Yeah. McCoy and also they freed up some space with they restructured Tyron Smith's contract so I think they freed up like 10 million and that as well but I was thinking that was probably for Dak Prescott yeah it but just doesn't send a very good message if you're yeah. Dak Prescott and then you're in these contract negotiations it seemed relatively close it's just a year they're just working out at the moment I, then, I and then you go ahead and pay old Thomas then yeah the Earl Thomas deal for like, it make it would make perfect sense to me to just literally offer him one year. We're going to the super, We're going to go, go for the Super Bowl this year, and we'll think about we'll think about your future next off season, and it will likely be elsewhere. But also, and yeah, course, for for an old Thomas point of view, if he can go to Dallas on maybe a smaller contract, win a Super Bowl, and then his stocks at an all time high again. The only thing exactly, is, yeah. he would at that yeah. point be thirty two years old. He said he's broken his legs a couple of times. He's not not that he's not an elite, a great level player still. He's but got he's not, no legs. He's, he's not the <laughs> undisputed best free safety in the league that he was three or four years ago. Yeah, exactly. You yeah, also he look... did make a Pro Bowl last year, though. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a great player. I'm just... Every year that goes on when your position is so much based on speed, yeah. is, a, is a year less you're going to get paid. Yeah, and there's perhaps the New York Jets as well, but of course they aren't looking to contend this year at all. I only say that... I can't see him... Go, I can't hit him seeing wanting to no. go to the Jets, yeah. Uh, maybe... I think what we'll do is maybe an ex-coach that he's played for before in a similar system. There's all these teams that play the Seattle scheme around the league. You've got the Falcons, Chargers, 49ers. None of, none of them are even have a great free safety, none of those three. So that's 49ers a... would be a good one, I think. Because uh, who have they got? They've got Imagine um, him and Derwin James with the Chargers. Got... Yeah, that'd be scary. It would. That would be but scary. It's not going to happen. Uh, the Niners, I don't know. Gus, like... Brad- Gus Bradley taught, um, coached him in Seattle, and he's the DC of, in um, LA now. That'd be an interesting one because I, c- I can't see Anthony Lynn, the Chargers head coach. He hasn't really. He hasn't done much of the team recently. This this could be something that they need to amp up that Chargers defense and just go for it a bit because they've been kind of mediocre for the past few years, plagued with injuries and unable to achieve their full potential. So. 
maybe this is the move they need. And just going back to um, the 49ers, mm. my, my gut tells me he won't go there purely because of d- division rivals and the fact that they've got a good thing going there in, in um, San yeah, Francisco. His, boy, his boys there, oh, isn't it? Richard Sherman. Yeah. Well, Richard Sherman's washed anyway, so... I don't think he cares that much about Seattle right now anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, basically the last thing we given, saw from him in the Seattle left. uniform, exactly. Big old middle finger. Yeah, I, don't, I, I just can't see him in 49 his uniform, which would be bizarre. Yeah, but you bet you couldn't have seen Richard Sherman in 49ers uniforms before he signed yeah. for the 49ers. <laughs> that's true, that's true. Who have they got but, in the way of in the way of safety at, um, in in San Francisco? Because I know they've got Jaquiski Tart. Tart is at strong safety, and then um, free safety is... Oh, oh, something Ward, Jimmy Ward, I think. He's an all right, isn't he? He's not... He's not yeah, he's, he's not Thomas. He's obviously... That would be a big upgrade. Maybe the Bucks potentially that would be another superstar to add to the roster um and they could also use the safety help they need the talent there that's not a bad shout actually yeah they need veteran leadership though not a veteran he's not going to turn up to practice and he's not going to learn the defense well yeah uh, but you've true to be fair veteran leadership but they've got levante david anyway to, as the veteran leader leader on that team yeah but for those young they've got a backfield like a defensive backfield filled with young dbs you don't want someone like earl thomas True. there eating you out after you make up make a mistake on any which play. is which seems weird to say because i wouldn't have thought anything about of that about earl thomas before all this news yeah, broke same. and then this consistent stream of what he's been like as a teammate in baltimore came out it just seems a bit strange it's not what we thought of it's it weird yeah uh I wouldn't have guessed it either. I I always thought, but then again, you, you you're just not in the in the training camps. You, you don't no, but that stuff it, it does have a f- way of um, working its way out to the media and things that we. I don't know if we haven't been looking enough for it, but it usually does come out. Yeah, we're tight knit at the Ravens, mate. We do, we don't let these things loose to the reporters. No, what about when Lamar Jackson said he wants to sign Antonio Brown? Yeah, but that was like probably on his Instagram or something. <laughs> But you're a tight net flock, um, tight net flock of Ravens. I mean, he was yeah publicly working out with Antonio Brown, so fuck it. <laughs> it is what it is. We're not going to do it. That's the main thing. But <laughs> all right. So shall we get on to our AFC West predictions? Let's do it. It's closing in. We've got what? It is two week, two weeks, two more predictions. So close to the season, and it actually looks like it's going to happen. I'm getting excited. I know, mental. It's all, I'm exhilarated. Uh, so, who should we start with? I think we should start with the favourites. You know, the Chiefs. It's got to be the favourites. If, if you thought it was the Chargers, you're, you're wrong. You're just plain wrong. But Ghost on his research. <laughs> He's actually looking down. He's not just looking up. He's sort of lost. <laughs> he even knows what teams I'm are in abandoned. the division, which is new for him. I know. I know. It's crazy. So, the Kansas City Chiefs. Should we start with... Slew? Oh, right, yeah. What are your opinions? I mean, they're going to smash it again, realistically. Yeah. They've basically returned. Absolutely. Not only did they smash it last year, but they've managed to basically retain every starter that they had from the Super Bowl, even though they had no cap space and about, and they managed to lock Patrick Mahomes down. I don't understand how they've done it. Uh, yeah, only, I think the only starter... The only starter they don't have is Reggie Ragland, the um, middle linebacker. But I think that 
don't know. They just, they just seem the they just well. seem unbeatable. They're, especially in the regular season, they're not going to lose enough games to not win the division. The one thing yeah. that may worry me a bit is, but again, it doesn't really worry me that much. Is they did find themselves quite a few times like down three st- scores. Yeah, they managed to turn those games on their heads, but I don't know. I'm just trying to think of something bad to say about the Chiefs realistically. Yeah. Maybe if they keep having to dig their way out of these holes, they won't be able to do it every single time, but the evidence points to the latter anyway. Yeah, well, they've got an upgrade at running back this year. They've got they've got my boy Kai Edwards there out of LSU. He's going to be an upgrade over Damian Williams, and you can't change my mind on that. He might not have the speed, but he's got everything else you could look for in a running back, and he, he's going to elevate that. He will elevate that Chiefs offense, and it'll probably be better than last year. And Andy Reid, Andy Reid gets the best out of every running back he's he gets. He doesn't get the traditional yeah. every down back. He, it is always those Damian, uh, Damian Williams, Gladie Edwards, Elair, Brian Westwood when Westbrook went one, in with the Eagles. One cuts exactly. Yeah. They want to, he needs they need to be able to catch and make that one cut and go, and that's what he's got in Edwards Elair. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree with you guys. To be honest, I, I think they're gonna absolutely smash it this season i think you know like like you said that the defense looked you know weak at times but they improved down the stretch that was that was the yeah and then in the playoffs they were good yeah exactly yeah there's there's no clear weakness on this team they've even got a good kicker you hope that (laughs) when it's a team like this or maybe they'll miss some field goals in key positions but harrison buck is elite exactly exactly I've got their ceiling as fifteen and one. What? Just because you didn't want to say I'm undefeated, pretty much. I can't. Like, I can't predict yeah. undefeated. That's. I've got. Si- I've got sixteen and zero. They're, they're ridiculous. Yeah, ceiling. Ceiling is sixteen and zero. I mean, may, I, think, right. I think the worst. Uh, that, I think the worst that happens. I is mean, yeah. Maybe they, like I said, they fall behind a few times, but later in games and they go to. I know. I want to say eleven and five, but that seems ridiculous for this team. Yeah, the, the the big the only other loss that we haven't talked yeah. about yet. Obviously, you've got Lauren Duvernay, Tardif. He um obviously opted out of the season. That's that's another hole. But sixty no still. You got Patrick Mahomes. He he just makes plays. I've got their floor as eleven and five, but it does sound weird coming out. All right. Even then, I think they'll be enough to win this division either way. I think they're even if even if they don't yeah, live up sure. play as well as they can, they're going to win this division. They'll be in the suit. They'll be in the later ends of the playoffs, so they'll be absolutely yeah. fine. They've got the um, highest floor from any NFL team, in my opinion, as well. I'm going ten and six. Yeah. That's their floor. They're just they're just Ooh. ridiculously good. Sweet beans. All right. Um, yeah, do you so... want me to read out Matt's predictions for each of them? Oh, oh yeah, go ahead. Two so right for off. for the Chiefs, what has he got for the Chiefs? He says, and I quote, shit hot, Mahomes the boy. <laughs> Big jump from Hardman this year. Defense is decent, but still the weakness. We'll have enough to win the division. Floor ten and six, ceiling fourteen and two. Oh, he and didn't he go for the undefeated season. Then. Uh, to be fair, I wasn't going no, for the undefeated season. The ceiling until we got to recording. <laughs> <laughs> I was at fourteen and two as well, and then I just thought, yeah, let's go for it. Well, then you, then you heard Joe say fifteen and one, then you criticised him, and then you're like, oh shit, no, I can't say yeah, that. Exactly. <laughs> Denver Broncos, ladies and gentlemen. I personally think their offense has taken massive strides. Yeah, but. I think a lot of it depends on Drew Locke and I'm not like, I'm really high on him. I think, I think they can do well, but I, I think people have been too quick this off season to basically saying they're there already. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
I mean, that's the issue when you have such a long off-season that we've gone... Like, um, Locke was absolutely fine in his five starts, but I, he's not that... He's not great yet. He's not good yet. He's just fine. And I think people have already expected that he's going to take that next step, and we haven't seen a whole lot of evidence that he's going to. Plus, yeah. so those weapons that we've been talking about, two of them are rookie receivers, and they can sometimes, however polished they are, can sometimes take a little while to get going. Yeah, exactly. With Drew, with Drew Locke as well, yeah, he's, he's fine. He's going to need a couple of couple seasons to develop because his rookie season wasn't a full rookie season. He, had, he didn't get the 16 games under his belt that other quarterbacks did, like Kyler Murray. But it's, an, <laughs> it's, a, it's a scary <laughs> looking offense. Exactly, yeah. Like two or three years' time, perhaps maybe even next year, that the, the offense is ready, is ready to win games for that team. But yeah, the worries I have, yeah, the wide receivers, KJ, KJ Hammer in particular, mm. he was used as like a gadget player at Penn State. He wasn't like a polished pro-style receiver like Jerry Judy, like CeeDee Lamb. He, he reminds me similarly to um, Jags receiver LaVisca Chenault, the fact they were just used for trick plays, gadget plays, jet sweeps and that. So and then again, he is going to be that third receiver. That's so, behind, yeah, it's behind Cortland Sutton though. Cortland, yeah, so, uh, yeah, which brings me on to Cortland Sutton, who is probably the most underappreciated receiver in the league because he purely because of the fact he's at Denver. So they've got, yeah, they've got Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, and they drafted uh, Drew Locke's former teammate out of Missouri, Eric Obuigbenam. I think I pronounced that right. Eric O. Yeah. Eric O. We'll stick with I'll just Eric say Eric O. Eric o. <laughs> He's a big fan of Eric O, isn't he? Yeah, I love it. Got his slight Wheatios. Yeah, they're, they're, and they've they've got a good O line as well. And like Vic Fangio is always going to have a decent defense. You're not going to have a bad defense while he's there. The yeah, they got is... Boyer this year as well, didn't they? Yeah, they got AJ Boyer. But I think AJ Boyer he just um, replaces Chris Harris, doesn't he? It's life like. Yeah. yeah. So the thing is, I feel that they've done all the right things this off season, but I don't. They're not ready to compete yet, and I'm worried that if they finish somewhere like a nine and seven or eight and eight and have a decent year, that people are going to say it's a disappointment. Where even though it's that natural next step for where they're at, yeah, if they go nine and seven with a couple of maybe close yeah. losses, then that's a, that's a winning season, like completely. If so, what they went went to achieve because there's no way they were going to contend this year, and there's no way they should. They're one of the worst teams in the league, like finishing with a losing season. Yeah, they should. They should finish off bang average. Yeah, yeah. I've I've got their floor as uh, six and ten, so just sort of like upper range, uh, sorry, lower range average to ceiling of like best case scenario eleven and five, but I'm thinking more likely, like you said, nine and seven. Maybe ten and six. Maybe sneak into the playoff in a wild card spot. Yeah, that seems yeah. fair. They'll, they'll find it hard though with the Chargers in that division as well. A more experienced team, but it'll be, it'll be mm. interesting to see how they pan out down the stretch. Yeah, I think they're the same bracket you've got. I've just narrowed it up a bit. I've got seven and nine to ten and six. I think that's their full part. They're not a contender yet, but they're a pretty solid team for what we think they are. Yeah, I've got them at ten and six, six and ten. What does Matt think about the Denver Broncos? Like the O-line changes they've made and some fun weapons at the skill positions, the offense has box office potential but all rests on QB. And if man like Drew could come through, I emojis. Personally, I think the jury is still very much out on this one. 
think if he struggles early, the pressure of expectation with the talent they will have make it a potentially toxic situation. Defense is fine, not special, not bad. Floor six and ten, ceiling ten and six. You really does have a way with words. So moving on to to that team, the LA Chargers, host of well, one half of the host of this year's Hard Knocks, which I've not caught up with yet, but. So, <laughs> Stan, do you want to start? What, what do you think of the Chargers? I, per- I personally like the Chargers. I like Tyrod Taylor. I don't think Justin Herbert should be starting this year at all. I'm getting um, I'm getting a bit of a grimace mm. down the down the call from Slew here. Obviously, not a not a fellow Tyrod fan, but not a Tyrod Taylor fan. No, he used to be good. He, he used to be good. You know what? You know, all he all I think he ever he's, was, he's was taken promise. steps back. All he ever yeah. was was promise. Remember, he was. So- he was so bad the last time we saw him with the Browns. He was terrible. And that year, yeah, well, Baker that Mayfield Browns was... team was terrible. No, the Baker Mayfield came in and completely changed that team. That was two years ago. He would like 400 passing yards in three starts. That's pretty bad. Right, I'm just, yeah. I want to ignore yeah, that, any, that Browns team was awful. I think we should treat that as a... An anomaly. Should... All right, I'll give you that. I'm going to give him a nominee that. I, 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 he's better than Justin Herbert, and he should start every single game this season. Whether you like Tyrell or not, you've got. I know you're not a Herbert fan, so you. I, I hope I, you're the thing with is, me on this. I think the best chance that we have that the Chargers have is that Herbert is the guy that they think they are this season. Because it if is. he reaches the potential, mm. people have been so wrong about these sort of players before. He's just in that similar big arm mold. To I'm not saying he's anywhere near as good, but he's that sort of Josh Allen, Mahomes kind of player that people were shitting on because they didn't have accuracy coming out of college. He's got all the intangibles. He has won big games as well. I'm not saying I think he's going to be great, but for them to be competitive, they need him to win that job early and be what they think he can be. I don't know. Uh, He's got a big arm, but he doesn't necessarily use it in college. He threw a lot of screen passes and things like that. That's fine, but they just didn't have to use it as much. That's the the thing. We don't know. We're too ready to write off. I think the whole league has media has basically written off Justin Herbert as a bust. But people were doing the same to Josh Allen as well. And yeah, he hasn't made it yet, but he's still a good starting quarterback in the league. And I think Mm. Herbert's ceiling is immeasurably higher than Tyrod Taylor's ceiling. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, obviously. He's got bigger (laughs) arms. And also he's a rookie and Tyrod Taylor's what, like 32? Well, just based on their physical skill sets. I I don't look at Tyrod Taylor and think he's the guy to do this. I know he made the playoffs with the Bills, but that was based on defense and the running game. And I think Tyrell Taylor's going to have to do more for the Chargers teams than he did with the Bills. Yeah. Uh, also, we have to trust this team not to get injured. Yeah, it happens every single year. Their injury <laughs> I'm, not trusting, have been... I'm not trusting the Chargers not to get injured. Exactly. It's just... It's That's a consistent issue. Up to the podcast. Ooh, that was a bit close to home this week. Sorry, <laughs> well, it wouldn't man. have made sense if he was here. <laughs> no. <laughs> wouldn't. They've but, improved their own line, yeah. though. That was an issue for them last year. Yeah, yeah it was, it was hot trash. It was like the worst O-line in the league, wasn't it, last year? Yeah, it was down there. I didn't realise how bad they were. I didn't re- they went 5-11 and 11 last year. I think they're a better team than that. But again, that's because they didn't have Joey Bosa and Derwin James for most of the year. Yeah, that's the two big losses on the defensive side. Um, Austin Eckler, he's, he's, he's the out-and-out starter this year again. He's, he's a good player. 
he should be able to he should be able to help that offense out, especially if Herbert comes in to help share the load a bit. But I'm wa- yeah. I really hope he doesn't. I'm wondering if Austin Eckler is one of those backs who kind of shined for one year and if he could be consistent carrying it into the next year or not. But he's a he's a little mus- muscle hamster though. Have you seen him doing pull ups in his <laughs> yeah. garage or whatever? <laughs> it was. One hard he's like he's huge. <laughs> Yeah, he's absolutely huge. <laughs> he is. He's a built guy. I think. I think he could do well. I think he's elite. But he's a he's a good running back. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. It was. Uh, yeah. Well, would he be on your fantasy team? That's the question. Um, no, if I if I had day. if it, if I had a pick at the end of the second round and he's still there, then I'd pick him up. If second not, round. at the end of the second round, yeah, because he's that starting running really- back. About how that many people really in this league? Plus, it's PPR, then definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Well, he, won nice. my, he won well, me my he won me my one of my leagues last year. He was an absolute unit, and that yeah, was with Melvin Gordon coming back for the second year. half of the season. Yeah, he still outplayed Melvin Gordon like throughout the season, didn't he? Yeah, but it did just cut into his snap count. Yeah. Uh... I've I've got their ceiling as uh I think it's gonna be nine and seven. It's the I can't yeah. I can't seem I've got the exact that. same ceiling. And yeah, nine and seven seems completely reasonable to me. Like ten and six with Tyrod Taylor or Justin Herbert, it's not happening. The most they could get is yeah, wild cards. Yeah, that's the thing. That's what, that's what I'm saying. I think the the best chance they have is that they're right and we're wrong about Justin Herbert. Yeah, no, that's Which, true. Seeing as though they're professional, yeah. there's a reasonable chance. If of he that. turns out to be a complete stud, then. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we were I wrong just... about Mahomes as well. Quite exactly. a lot of people were wrong about Mahomes. Yeah, but the, th- the thing is with Justin Herbert yeah. is the offense he ran in college was so different as well. Like Mario Cristobal's offense at Oregon is literally just, it's short passes. There's like one or two reads, like there's two reads maximum. He reads one side of the field and it's bubble screens, dump offs. And that's mm. fine. It worked, but it's very different to what he's going to be running in LA. Yeah, that's, that's true. Uh, the thing is though, doesn't mean he can't do it though. It just means he hasn't been asked to do it. Yeah, that's, I think that's, that, that's that really maybe that may be what it yeah. is. Why right, this is the best way we win at college. We keep it simple. Everyone knows what their their jobs. We we're not going to lean our way to Herbert because just because he can run a more complex thing doesn't mean all of our recruits can. So it may it may just be on that side of thing. The same in the air raid. That you've got one or two reads and then, but we've seen air raid quarterbacks come in and have success. Yeah, and the, the big issue, like not to delve into Justin Herbert too much, but the big issue with Justin Herbert is that his footwork and his his accuracy mm. depleted as he went through his reads. When he got, if he was going mm. to his fourth three, his accuracy would be awful because the fact his footwork in the pocket was just pants when he was at Oregon. So yeah. he's got he's got some actual like mechanical issues he needs to fix, as well as obviously learning up and reading up on the new offense. So yeah. I wouldn't say he's ready, but I hope for Chargers fans' sake he is. Yeah, I've got their just out of interest. I've got their floor as I, I think it's, it's five and eleven again. Yeah, um, I, I think they're a bit better. I think probably worse. six and ten, seven and nine. I think they'll be reasonably close to eight and eight. They're too talented. The floor to... is seven and nine. Yeah, if they stay healthy, but they could I all think... get injured again. That's what. That's what. When I have seven floors, and nine is I... far off six and eight. Six and ten. Six and, six and ten. Even six and eight. <laughs> no, it's about a win off. Six and eight. If you're in week, it's a Dallas, That's a Dallas yeah. finish. That is. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> and, I was, and I was the one making the M12. I think they're just going to hover around that mid-table sort of yeah. record. That's, I don't think they're fair. bad. I don't think they're good. So that's where they're at. Yeah. Bang average. What does Matt think about the LA Chargers? 
Deef is legit, legit in capital letters. <laughs> Bosa Ingram, big boyos. Having Derwin James <laughs> back is huge if they could all stay healthy. Double eye emojis. They can challenge. Offense has some nice weapons, but inconsistent. Can Austin E be the feature back for a full season? That little emoji where you got your finger and thumb on your chin. Keenan Allen is good. Questionable emoji. Okay, if you say so. Keenan Allen is good. QB situation is gross. Tyrod is a good bridge QB, but can't win you games himself. Herbert will be a bust. Seven and nine to ten and six. Well, that's all true. I can't. He said it in a funny way, but yeah, it's all true. He's coming out just full on saying Herbert's going to be a bust. And moving on to the Las Vegas Raiders. The new name. Sounds Las weird Vegas Las Vegas, yeah. The yeah. stadium, looks, uh, the stadium looks awesome, though. It does. So it's a shame no one's going to be in it. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the um, little boxes that stare um, Yeah, they, came they were sick. They were absolutely amazing. No, I like, haven't. Almost, I'm, almost I'm converted me to Raven, Raven, uh, Ravens Raiders fan right there. You might as well convert to a Ravens fan instead. So we've got a lot going for us right now. Uh, Lamar Jackson. Uh, it, let's move on to the Raiders. <laughs> That's what we were talking about. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm just trying to avoid Jack. Uh, yeah, I just don't trust the defense on the Raiders. Yeah. To be honest. That's the main thing. It's what let them down last year. I don't think they took taken enough steps to improve it this year. I think it should be better than it was last year. Yeah, but I mean, but then again, you should look at your team every year and think, oh, we be- we should be better than we were last year. Especially these teams that didn't perform as well. Because if you don't improve from that, even after a high draft pick, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, of course they did draft Damon on there. On I was going to say that because corner. everyone slated that pick, but then I remember you saying you actually quite liked it. Yeah, no, I I didn't. I thought it was a bit of a reach, but then my philosophy with the draft is. If you, it's the same with like the thing I said with Daniel Jones the year before. Is if you like your guy and you want him, then why risk passing up on him and having yeah. someone else take him? Yeah, and that's yeah. That's Mike, Mike Mayock's made it quite clear. He's yeah. Plus, I mean, he's he only has questionable picks. He, he only has to be a number two anyway because Trayvon Mullen will be on the other side. He was pretty good last year. Yeah, he was pretty I, underrated. That no one really, but solid year for a rookie. And then yeah, yeah. Hmm. Should Jonathan that, Abram like, coming back. Yeah, no, it should be True. it should be an improved secondary, uh, and that's not that's not questionable. I don't think it's a shame Jonathan Abram broke his leg like straight away last year as well. Yeah, uh, they got Arden Key coming back as well. Hmm. I mean, again, again they're all these they're well. all these they're all these players that don't seem like superstars, but if they get enough of these solid performers like Corey Littleton and I don't even want to say the Bears linebacker they got Nick Kwiatkowski. I think Quite, that's Kwiatkowski. I think I've just I've just seen him, his name on Madden a few times. I think that's about it. Yeah, so they've got a lot of solid performers, and if they're picking those players because they suit their system, then that hopefully will they'll be decent on defense. And yeah. Gruden's strength has always been offense. So if they've got a few little gadget players as well, then you got Bowden Jr. and Byron uh, Brian Edwards. So yeah, might be able to. So the weird thing is that when you pick Henry Ruggs and the fact is that Derek Carr just never throws deep, especially in contested ones, it seems like a bit of a weird it's mix. very old school Raiders pick, isn't it? It's almost as if they weren't planning to start um, to start Carr. Well, because Mariota's an elite <laughs> deep passer. 
Well, no, because they're trying out Cardell, Cardell Jones today. No, they're not. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, they tried him out. Are they? Play, yeah. What, in the first? No, they, they, they tried him out. They brought him in for a tryout. Oh, okay, fair enough. I thought you meant he was going with their first string <laughs> offense. <laughs> oh, no, I don't. I don't I Imagine that. No, but yeah, he played well in the XFL, so if that's anything to go by. Yeah, well, he wasn't the best player in the XFL, but no, that was, I mean, was, was probably PJ Walker. <laughs> He's probably like the fourth best QB in the league. There were 18. <laughs> he wasn't. I know, yeah. Well, um, who's the, the Chiefs backup? Is probably above him as well. The oh, Hawaiian guy, I've completely forgotten his name. Surprise, surprise. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I know who you're all about as well. Jordan Tarmy. Yeah. That's the one. Jordan Tiami, yeah. That's, that's yeah. another one. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that's irrelevant. <laughs> anyway, why are we talking about Cardinal James as if he's going to start? That was, that was a good point, though. Like, I'm not sure if Derek Carr and you know Gruden match up as well as people initially thought they would. It's, I think they do, because have... the West Coast is not built on those deep shots. It's just he needs to be able to take them when those 50-50s do present themselves. Not even 50-50. He never throws 60-40 balls, really, Carr. And yeah. I know. I think he's just too conservative. It was the same issue that I have with Mariota when he's in Tennessee. That yeah, he can. He's got all the talent. Is whether he's willing to take the risks that you actually need to to win games. Yeah. So what the um, what the Raiders need is is a big ballsy QB. A big ballsy QB. Such as uh, um, Cardell Jones. Cardell Jones. Do they still have That's a Nate Peterman kicking around? Ooh. <laughs> Point, I don't know. Maybe if Car- well, Carl back was bigging up his um needs more respect thing. So maybe he's going to be play a bit more aggressively this year. In which case, I think they're a good team. But yet How to be good seen. Do you think they are. I uh, know. I think they're probably all I've I've got Raiders charges of Broncos sort of all similar sort of levels. Yeah. Like maybe each I think of them the could sneak are... into a wild card, but. I've got the Raiders as the lowest of the three. I think they're six and ten yeah. to nine and seven. They've got Josh oh, Jacobs think... as well, which is a massive factor. Exactly, and they've got a stronger line. I've... I think, as well as you thought, Slew, that they're they're kind of third of of the AFC West. Well, other than sorry, other than the Chiefs, other than the Chiefs, you know, I I think they're bottom of this division, but their floor five and eleven, and their ceiling, I can't see him. Having a winning season, to be honest, I think it's seven and really? nine. Yeah. Do you think I Derek, Car- do you think Derek Carr's done then if they don't have a winning season? Here, done, yeah. in, done, in, done in Las Vegas. Do you think we'll see any Marcus Mariota then by that logic? Hmm. I don't I see think... how you can turn to Mariota and think he's going to rescue our season. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not really the savior, but I think yeah, it depends how the season goes. Like if, they're, if they end up having like a Five and eleven season or four and twelve seasons or something like that. Then yeah, I imagine them them drafting a QB in the first. But I don't know. Like the time's kind of coming up now for Derek Carr. He's you paid him a while ago, and he's not really shown to be, you know, the level that you're paying him for at the moment. So. Yeah, yeah. It, it depends as well because obviously Gruden was signed on a big contract whether he feels he needs to draft a rookie QB yet and whether his team is ready to draft a rookie QB yet and just because essentially it's a four it's a four to five year cycle isn't it? you've got that QB on a rookie contract that is when your Super Bowl window 
opens in a sense. So it'd be interesting yeah. to see. It. it depends on the draft pick as well, because obviously you've got the big three names next year with Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, and Justin Fields. We've got Sam Ellinger as well. But yeah, it all depends on how they yeah. finish this season. I'm You're not, not very high on Justin his, Fields. I'm not enamoured by Ellinger throwing the ball. No, I'm not a fan of Ellinger or Fields. I'm a, I'm, I can get behind Lawrence and Lance, but... Is that your Michigan bias yeah, talking with Fields? Uh, oh, no, I just, I just generally don't. I don't like his ball placement at all. Fair enough. He, he gets covered up by the depth of the wide receiver core and the fact their offense just kills people. Yeah. The thing is, with the Raiders, um, Gruden even, you were saying you don't know if he feels the need to go for that next quarterback but he's got that job security mm. he's got what 10 exactly. years yeah, 10 years basically guaranteed it was in fact was it a total guarantee contract i think it was like it was, 100 million guaranteed or something stupid like that yeah he's, he's a safe man was he's, it all guaranteed i didn't i didn't know yeah, it was so all guaranteed but he, he's got the the safety net that he can start be like right this is my team we're starting with, over with a new quarterback and if it doesn't go well this year then you can't say he didn't at least give Derek carr a chance because he's had three years of this now with yeah. Gruden. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What does Matt think about the Las Vegas Raiders? On the Raiders as well, he said what we've all been saying. Meh, still not an exciting team. Defense is okay, but lacks star power. Some intriguing pieces on offense, but outside of Josh Jacobs and the exciting potential, in capital letters, of Riggs. I assume he means rugs there. Not mm. much to write home about. Carr still doesn't seem like he's Gruden's guy still. 5-11 and 11 to 7-9. and nine. You know, that's that's exactly the same floor and ceiling as I had, to be fair. And that should be all for this week's episode of the podcast. You can stalk us on Instagram at the Dropback, also on Twitter. You can go on Facebook and stalk us there at the Dropback UK. You can find articles, podcasts, and see our pretty little faces at the Dropback.com or .co.uk. I've been your host, Joe. I've been Stan. And I've been Sam. And that's this week's episode. Bye. The Dropback. With Sam Lewis, Matt Burns-Peak and Joe Costanzo. Come visit us. We, we want your presence. We love you.